Hey, Oops, the podcast listeners. You can find us on every Tuesday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Oops! The Podcast. I'm Julio Gallarotti. This is my first intro of 2021, baby. Joined by Francis what? Ellis. It Here is. we are. Yeah. That's my right. First intro. Don't fuck with me, Chris. This early in the game, France. I'm here with Francis Ellis. Hey, everybody! Great to see you. What's up, bro? It's the podcast. I love it. How are you, <laughs> Julio? All right, so we're fucking high for this episode. <laughs> we're like, we've never done this, dude. Yeah, we've I never th- done it. I mean, there's something about doing it that's like kind of it can be like played out. People, are like, oh, we get high, but like we've never even alluded to the fact that we might do this. Yeah, it's the last day in your in your old apartment. Yep. And uh, fuck just, it, dude. We just clam baked the podcast studio. <laughs> That's what we called it in Maine. Clam baking. Clam baking. Some people I, I say hot boxing. We localized it and called it clam baking. I like that. Isn't that great? That is good. I wish there were. <laughs> oh, I am I'm so stupid. I didn't get it. Sorry. I just got it. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm talking about when you smoke in a room or a car and you just <laughs> sort of marinate in the secondhand smoke of it. Yeah, and it gets like, so thick that you can't even see your hand. Bro, that's funny. That's that, most people call that hot boxing. Have yeah, you not heard no, that term? I, I've I've heard clam baking, but clam baking is extra significant since like you guys have like shellfish off the. Coast. Yes, yes, that's right. That's it's, there's a very good seafood. In it's Maine. a good bro. That's funny. That reminds me of like Chef's Table. <laughs> yes, exactly. This is what I was gonna say. <laughs> Don't you love it when a. It, it, and no, maybe you know, it's like regional it's like yeah we we did it regionally because yes, yes but hold on listen <laughs> listen squid ink oyster <laughs> it looks so good dude all right all right but hold on <laughs> all right listen listen this is my thought uh-huh. are there other examples where there was like a universal term for something like and then a, a place localized that thing with their own term doesn't it usually work the other way around? I, I, I can give you an example, right? Okay. I know that there's a state where, just one state, where when it is sunny out, but it starts raining, they have a specific term for that. A sun shower. No, that's where everyone else calls it that. And what do they this call it? This state calls it like God smiling while God's pissing. Dude, I'm telling you. That's crazy. I'm gonna look it up. But dude, they had that. They had a. They had that in the New York Times. They did a quiz where they're. It's like, where are you from? Yes, I think that's exactly where I read that. Yeah, it's like you answer 30 questions and it basically like deduces based on what you call certain things, like where you're from. Yes, I remember that. That was fun. That was fun, dude. That was fun. I'm glad we brought that up. Yeah, me too, man. Good. All right. Well, I got. I got a thought for you. Okay, dude. Okay, go for it. Can I ask you this? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um. Have you noticed, is this true of women you know, that they often in a cozy living room setting will opt to sit on the floor? Like on, a, especially if there's a carpet yeah, or yes, a comfortable yes, rug yes. to watch TV. And they just have such open hips, dude, that they just, yeah. they immediately can sit on the floor flat. Why do they sit on the floor? I think that's why. 
because it's so easy for them to fold their bodies into that position. Are they stretching down there? Sometimes they'll like lean in one way or the other, but I don't think the intention was to go down to stretch. Okay. Like the, you think that they're down there for a purpose? I don't know what it is. Sometimes my girlfriend will sit on the floor when food comes and it's, yes. and it's almost as if she wants the food closer to her face. <laughs> And I don't like, does she need to be that close in order to get it to her mouth? What's that about? That's pretty funny, dude. So she's just staring the food right it's, in the it's eye. It's eye like, level. It's eye like level. when a dog knows it can't eat something, right. but it stares at it anyway. Right. Yes. I guess I shouldn't compare it to a dog that's always going to go the wrong way. Oh, well. Oh, well. Whatever. But that's funny, though, isn't it? Yes, Girls it is. sit on the floor. I don't, I couldn't. When I sit on the floor, I feel like I'm being punished. Um, yeah, I hate it. Well, <laughs> I, I, I can't do it. Yeah. My what? hips don't do it. Like I'm, no. I'm like in my hip flexors, like killing, it's like tension. There's like effort to stay up and they just easily plop down. Yeah. They seem, that seems as if it was meant for them. It's a, yeah. It Women does. love sitting on the floor. They just do it. They do it in a good, it's pretty impressive, dude. Yeah. Dude, I was thinking of this. So I was watching like a bunch. When I go home for the holidays, I watch a bunch of TV with my family. And like, we kind of like take turns suggesting things. And it's, it's fun. Like, I feel less pressure to select something good. I'm like, time is less important. These next couple of days, we're just chilling. Sure, I'll watch that thing. I normally wouldn't watch, mm -hmm. you know. But I was watching that, that show, Seven Worlds, One Planet. Have you ever seen that? No. It's like the most up-to-date David Attenborough narrated thing. Oh, cool. Uh, and there's an Antarctica episode. And dude. I had such an emotional investment in this. <laughs> Why? Because of the uh, melting cap? No, ice no, no. Caps no. So what they do, dude, it's like the best filmmaking I've ever seen. Like every time they show a new animal, they'll show you like one specific story unfold, which is so sick. Hmm. So like you immediately see like one animal's quest to do something out. So in this particular one, the albatross reaches a point where both the mom and the dad are gone looking for food because the baby needs to eat more often. Mm-hmm. And what happens sometimes the winds are getting so so gusty and 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 harsh lately that sometimes the baby will fall out of the nest. Oh god. And when listen to this dude, this is so crazy. When the albatross comes back, it can dude, it can't recognize the baby. Because the only way it recognizes it is if it's in the nest. It doesn't recognize it by looking at it, it doesn't recognize it by smelling it. It only recognizes it because it's sitting on the nest. So this baby's on the floor freezing and the parent is just staring down at it being like, what's that? What? <laughs> so dude, then it shows the, <laughs> it shows this crazy. Then it shows. <laughs> what? What is that? <laughs> dude, the baby. Is that a pillow? <laughs> dude, it's. What yeah. color are albatrosses? <laughs> They're white. That works. <laughs> Is that a pillow? Is that fucking thing? Who threw a pillow down there? <laughs> what the fuck is that thing? It's just their baby dying. Is anybody missing a pillow? <laughs> it's over here. I was like, no, we don't have fucking pillows. We're, we're birds. <laughs> so, dude, the bird is looking up, and the bird then is like, I need to try to get back in the nest. And it shows the bird attempting to get back in that. It's just struggling. Like, it might not make it. It looks like it's going to fall. And then, like, I'm just sitting there being like, you can do this. <laughs> I'm like, you, sorry. But, like, I'm like, I'm so invested in it. And then the bird gets back in the nest. And the parent immediately resumes the connection with the bird. 
And it's like the most incredible moment that I've had. And it made wow. me be like, I can't watch scripted shit anymore because of these real stories that are captured. I wow, like, that's a big uh, commitment to make as a reaction to that. <laughs> I know, but dude. <laughs> You're saying this bird scene affected you so much that you will never watch The no. Sopranos no, 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 no. or Breaking Bad again. <laughs> no, okay, but uh, no, I'm, not, I'm not stating that I'm doing that, but yeah. that was like the thought that I have. I'm like, why am I watching made up stuff? I know, but th to me, that's a hysterical like <laughs> thought to have. That was the thought I had. Yeah, I was like, this was such compelling storytelling mm. that I need to like, watch, I need to consume content like this from now on, dude. I don't know, but it was crazy. But then it made me upset because like there are these moments where these like these skyscraper tall icebergs are like falling into the ocean, yeah, and like you know, there's someone out there watching it, like not paying attention to me, like this is boring. Like these guys had to like take a barge to Antarctica for four weeks and freeze their ass off and like get seasick and like to capture that moment so somebody can watch it and not pay attention. Does that make you mad? Yeah, it hurts me. Does it really? Yeah. I'm like, that's fucked up. Like, so then you are, you are empathetic <laughs> to the efforts of the filmmakers. Yeah, definitely. I'm like, this is sick. How is nobody that psyched about this? Why aren't people only talking about this? Dude, I feel like I've seen, <laughs> I've seen... Do you remember when Charlie Murphy, I think it was, it was an interview he did for Chappelle's show where he said uh, that he used to be Eddie Murphy, his brother's security guard, and they would go on tour together. And this is when Eddie Murphy was doing Delirious and, you know, selling out Madison Square Garden. And it was basically like the biggest comedy act there had ever been right, in the right. history of comedy. Right at that point and uh he at charlie murphy was his security guard and he said that like he would go into the crowd and if, if he saw people who weren't laughing that hard he would get mad at them and get in their face and be like yo why aren't you laughing at my brother that's the funniest shit Are you ever. Serious? <laughs> and he would like threaten them and get in their face did they know that he was doing that I'm not sure. I think I think I have to I'd have to see the clip again, but it was just Would you let someone do that for you? No, that's if you're that big, that's a huge liability. Oh, right, right, right. You're like, dude, you're gonna you're gonna cost us a huge lawsuit. Yeah, it's just like aggressive. Yeah. Like, no, you're right. That's interesting. But like from a standpoint, I guess I guess it doesn't matter if you yeah. could get away with it because you just wouldn't do it for that reason. Um but dude. I got something funny to tell let's hear, you. Let's hear it. So we were hanging out with uh, two of my friends a couple weekends ago, and I forgot to bring this up, but it was so funny. This uh, this guy, his name is Brendan. Um, we were me, my buddy that you know, Abba, uh -huh. uh, Brendan, and my girlfriend. We were playing dice. We've been playing a lot of dice. That's fun. Though, where you dude. bet on it, you that's, know? That's fun. And there's a game. I, I don't know. It's Little Piggy or something. No, it's not CeeLo. It's, it's called Piggy. We play, play it a lot now. But you bet, you know, what? you can bet five bucks a, a round and a round, or bet ten bucks, whatever. Do you think you're in more into gambling lately because life is so boring relative to what it used to um, be like? Or have you always been I, gambling? I've, been, I've gambled a lot. Not a lot. I can't say a lot. But I've had a real moments where I was doing it frequently and I was very invested and, you know, reading shit. I, 
It can be. It's also tragic. Right, right. Dude, you just it's can't. The tra- just, it's the tra- It's tragic. You just can't gamble money that it hurts to lose. Like you waste so much. It's such an dude, emotional roller going coaster. To you bed waste on, so much of your juice, dude. Wait, going to bed on a right? Sunday night after a round of football games, knowing that you are starting the week down like a thousand dollars or five hundred dollars. That's how you're going dude. into your Monday. Is the, it's it's the it's worse Sunday scary fuel than coming home having to have drive home from wherever you were that weekend and hitting horrific traffic on the way back. It's worse. Yeah, it's definitely it's, it's way worse. worse. It's way worse. Dude, and but by the way, that Sunday traffic coming home from like a beach weekend, it's bad. Knowing you have to go into the office on Monday is it's that was the highest until gambling loss sunday scaries happen yeah yeah in my life definitely and think the thing about it that's crazy it's like what are you going to do with a thousand dollars versus how much of a jackass do you feel like losing a thousand dollars yes it is just not even worth it at all what what gambler ever won a thousand dollars and then said Finally, the last thousand dollars I needed to put my daughter through college. <laughs> exactly. There's no noble yeah, there's no way f- to spend gambling money. Nobody has ever donated their winnings right. to fucking charity. Right. It is. You just have it until you then lose it. It's dirty money, dude. Again, uh, gambling. Dirty money. Have you ever deposited gambling winnings into your checking account? Yeah. Okay. Have fuck you me. Ne- no, I'm sorry, but like, haven't you like? I think I have. I think I have. But end, then, no, inevitably, end, I'm down over time. Right, right. But what if you like went to the casino for the weekend and you end the weekend up? Like, you're not going right back to the yeah, casino. Yeah, that money, that cash, I actually will buy something cool with it. Right, right. Just like a whole bunch of weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and but that that lasts, dude. You you have a really good gambling gambling rule, and I have a couple gambling insights that I think are valuable too. If you're in a place and there's anything you could be doing that's like as good or like social at any capacity, you should do it instead of gambling. Because if you gamble instead of going to do the fun social thing, if you lose, you just lost multiple ways. You're like, I could have just been having a real fun night and like hanging out with people and having fun. And instead I chose to gamble and I lost and now I'm just alone. Right. And have no money. Dude, let me let me ask you this. That in in light of what you just said, did you know anybody growing up who was quote unquote playing professional poker? <laughs> yes. In college and now too. Okay. Do you know legit professional poker players? Yes. Because when I was growing up, <laughs> the tech for some reason the World Series of Poker was being broadcast on ESPN and it was compelling television. It was amazing. I don't understand why, but all those names, Phil Chris Hellmuth, Moneymaker, dude, uh, Phil Hellmuth, uh, Scotty Wynn. Yeah, Scotty Wynn. Sam Farha. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all these people, uh, they they were like legit stars. They it was were crazy, bro. Characters. Everybody... The, like the announcers were phenomenal dude the poker chip companies must have been so psyched yeah doing that they're like everybody bought a set of chips exactly exactly so w- when that show what was i talking about 
I don't know, dude. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. When that show came out, yeah, Sorry. when that show came out, right? <laughs> when everyone was watching that show, all right. All of a sudden, everyone wanted to become a professional poker That's player. That's true. And so then we had kids who would like somehow get a reputation for you know playing in in events or or playing a lot online and making a lot of money, and you never knew, really knew if it was true or not. Right, right. And it right. was almost like it was. That was that my era, and then shortly thereafter, that role became DJ. Oh, right. He or <laughs> she's a DJ. Tom's actually kind of a a DJ. He's a, <laughs> he's doing really well. He's you know headlining at Lavo. And <laughs> you're, you're right, like, right, right. What does that mean? Yeah, he's on third. Is dude. he like, doing well? He goes on at twelve. We'll pregame at yours, and then we'll go for like right when he get, when he starts spinning. Yeah. How do you judge whether a DJ is really successful? Yeah. Unless you see them, you know, I, I guess it's Producing. the festivals or on the charts. Those are real that. things, right? I feel I feel like too, like, I don't actually know this, but like you DJ clubs and you get big and then you start producing and then you become a big DJ. Yeah. It's, it's weird because in, in our profession, and I can name a bunch of others, there's a very clear moment where you become super successful, right? Hopefully. It's like, oh, that person's on TV or that, oh, that right, person, right. you know, selling out a, an arena. Although that starts to become muddled as you just like every time you hit a milestone, don't you like reassess that milestone, not giving it enough credit? Yeah. You, like, I think you, it's just by the time you get there, you're already looking past it. You're like, oh, it's not as like, well, great that was as I pretty, thought it was. That was poetic. <laughs> by the time that you get there, you're already looking past it. Yeah, yeah that's good. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Got to value yeah. hitting check marks. You're right. It's true. You got to appreciate it. Because then, I, yeah, I don't know. You hear, all these, you hear all these stories about like people who are so successful, like not thinking it's that or like i don't know like being unhappy about it and you're like how could that guy be unhappy and it's just crazy how like the the mind always conjures up a way to like make something shitty mm -hmm. the mind can really just like it can skew the wrong way yeah not see it for what it is poison the thought it's brutal dude oh <laughs> there there was um i did a summer in finance finance did i ever tell you about that no was it an summer. internship internship wow what was the deal with that it was in the royal bank of scotland uh were you over there uh no nope. was here no nope. it was in stamford connecticut that's a stupid question for me they'd be like oh you went over there dude you're like no dude the bank's oh. everywhere i would think they <laughs> maybe that'd be cool i would have i would have enjoyed probably going to scotland to do it that's sick so but what, it was in was 2009 like? or 10 so it was actually i think it was 2010 it was, it was basically the year after uh, the fall of the housing market right. and the, how, all the revelations of you know subprime mortgage bonds and uh, I was working on the mortgage desk. That's crazy. The desk that evaluated mortgage. The bonds. frontier. That was the, the <laughs> that team. Point. Yeah. Then and, and they were all just basically like ashamed. Right. The vibe that summer was like, dude, so that they had caused it Jesus. and how they had been been in, complicit. There was a lot of kind of like humility and, and right. keeping heads down that that was what i saw which was weird because later when they made uh too big to burn up the big short did you see that yeah 
they sh- they the whole end of that movie is about how none of nobody in the banking industry felt any remorse whatsoever right. for their part in the, in the fall of the housing market. So uh, that was not what I experienced working there, and maybe that's different because they're traders. But it's like nice to hear still though. Yeah, oh, you were doing a tra- like a trading internship. It was, well, it was like a we we would provide the information, the research to the trading desk. Got it. So you were about, like an analyst or something bonds. type of thing? Yeah. I Is mean, that, I was just an intern working on that desk. But that's like a trajectory where you are become like an investment banker when you graduate for a few years, right? Uh, maybe, or probably more likely a trader. If Got if it. I had gone back to get a full try to get a full time job there. But that's boy, a badass I, job. I was so I was so bored, dude. It was Yeah. It, I can't tell you. I didn't understand what was going on and I tried, but the the stuff that they were handing me to try to make me understand it was too many pages and it was too confusing and the language didn't make any sense and I just didn't care. Mm. And it was, I don't know, maybe that's because I'm an, an idiot. Did you get paid? Pretty well. That's great. I got a, a prorated first year analyst salary for the summer sick yeah so i was living at my aunt's house in the west village and they were gone most of the summer and they have a pretty sick place jesus that's you that's like double you have the sick path that you don't pay for i was there for staying there for free oh my god and uh and they were so kind and generous to let me do that i mean it's such a stunning place did you have a girlfriend uh no that summer i was single dude that's That's a perfect storm. That's like the cur- the Hurricane Sandy of youth, dude. <laughs> An unprecedented moment in the youth of a, a young oh, person's life. Good Lord. Dude, that's sick, No man. comment. <laughs> dude, did you ever do an unpaid internship? I never did. Uh, I honestly don't know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Does that make sense? No, there were internships I mean, like that I didn't even really figure out I was working for a place until... All of a sudden, you'd been there for like three days, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, this is a job." <laughs> well, that's crazy. I, I I don't know. I think that happened to me when I was much younger, right? Usually through school stuff. I, dude, I mean, I mean, I've never done an internship where I didn't get paid, but I can imagine that, like, once you start making money, you're like, "What the fuck was I doing? <laughs> Why was yeah. I doing that for free?" Like, I get that, like, you have to do it. Well, to, the, there was a big, there was a big uh, reformation on that. I think where. A lot of states maybe started saying that unpaid internships are are illegal, oh, or right. you've got to really moderate the number. You got to limit the number of hours that an unpaid intern can work. I think this is definitely true because I the I, interns unionized. Dude, it used to, it, it came out that like a lot of these you know campaigns and uh, startups were working unpaid interns with the promise of school credit, right? Right, whatever the hell that means uh for working like 60 70 hour weeks crazy and that was like not <laughs> deemed to be in the in the best interests of a free market society yeah dude, dude, like whoever came up with that yeah. was like guys you want to hear something a great idea that will like will benefit off of other people from like type of thing yeah. it's like not that i mean it's not the same but it's not that like it's definitely a, a relative of college sports yeah i think people <laughs> get crushed um and when they get found out to have run 
a shitty workplace now. Yeah. That's like right. a that's a, one of the most delicious things people ever read about or talk about. Okay, dude, we have I have an email that I've been thinking about. Good. Um and I'm excited to read it to you cuz it's just like fucking weird. And you I don't think know about if, emails a lot? No, but when okay. I when I do, I'm excited to read it. That's okay. Like, I think about angry emails a lot. Really? Oh god. Do you get them a lot? Well, when you do, it's tough to not think about them. When someone sends you an angry email. It sucks, yeah. You're right. Or or if you send an angry email. I'm happy you said that. That's the worst, man. An that's, open-ended that's like, confrontation that's like that? That's worse than a, an angry text. It's 10 times worse than an angry text. An angry email is crazy, dude. Yeah. You are really you're so mad it's, you're one step away from walking down to where they are and punching <laughs> them in the face that's the only thing higher than an angry email angry emails are just terrible man any well, sort of texted whether it be via email or typing with your hands angry exchange is just so brutal but don't don't you agree though that's dragged out it's like a cricket match dude yes <laughs> do you agree though that that an, an email an angry email is more severe than an angry text yeah and the other thing that's more severe about it is that typically with an angry text, you'll get a reply right away a lot of the time. With an email, it might take like four or five hours. Oh, God, yes. And then you're like, I'm just going to forget about it. You're no. like, I'm going to stop looking. I'm just going to forget about it. When I see it, I'll deal with it. And you don't know what's coming, by the way, in that return email. It could be one line. It could be a four-paragraph insanity thing, letter. You take those with you. That just ne that eats away where they just say something about you that you have always thought about yourself for many years but but nobody had ever had the gall to say to you yeah. and they they reveal your worst fear about yourself right. they cross the line just because you were angry that <laughs> that they were <laughs> you sent an angry email that a a tire center was late on changing your tires <laughs> and then they came back with a four paragraph personal that's Fuck. not as bad as when it's somebody you that you like work with or that you know no i Much agree worse. i agree but you're I right agree. that can even get that can get dodgy though all right dude but this email is good you ready for this go for it yes okay um i was hanging with my college roommate the other day we are 30 now <laughs> he says that he jerks off in bed while his girlfriend is asleep right next to him <laughs> <laughs> I bounce. This is this guy's really funny. This is a really I, I really like this. <laughs> this is great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he says he. Uh, okay. Da -da -da -da. Okay. So he says he jerks off while his girlfriend's asleep right next to him. I bounced this off another friend of mine, and he said he does it too. Oh my god. <laughs> Their what girlfriend, kind of beds do they have that their <laughs> girlfriends don't wake up? I, dude, I know. He goes, their girlfriends are in bed sleeping and they jerk off with their backs to them. The other night, his girlfriend woke up and said, why is the bed shaking? Oh, my God. He said he played it off, but I think that was her way of catching him. He disagrees and thinks I'm the minority here. Have you... <laughs> 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 wait a second wait he's like she knew you were jerking off no, like, no she didn't so the disagreement here is, is whether or not she knew I know. and the guy the, the the guy jerking off is like no chance she's what a terribly horrible opinion of your girlfriend and also not to mention that like we're not talking about how weird that is we're just like and also why are you telling your boy about this like, dude, I think my girlfriend caught me jerking off a bed. If my friend told me, I'd be like, you do that, dude? <laughs> I'd be like, why do you do that? 
I wouldn't be like, she definitely knows. I'd be like, what are you? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, dude? What, Why are you doing that? How much does she know? Go to the bathroom at least. <laughs> like it's it, what? Yeah, that's that's strange. I have to say this. <laughs> Do you know what's weird? If if you picture that, it's funny, right? Uh-huh. If you picture a woman, a girlfriend, jerking off while a guy sleeps with his back to her, that's sad. I was gonna say it's sexy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, different strokes for different folks. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's that feels sad. That evo- evokes like a sad image to me. You're right. It depends. Lonely, the, it depends how she's unsatisfied doing. Unsatisfied person. Like if she if you wake up and it appears that she's like doing it about you, and then she's like excited to see you awake. Like that's like if it's inclusive, it's hot. If it's just her being like trying to get away with it, fucking yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It. That's what I was picturing. Like a an unhappy viciously just you know embarrassed but sad masturbation yes i was gonna say man like if you are gonna masturbate in bed like that dude uh i think you should do it when you're fucking wearing your bird dog that's exactly right that's exactly right that's what you need to do they're certainly comfortable enough to sleep in they are the most comfortable (laughs) pants for your sad masturbations they're really good yeah sad silent masturbation (laughs) yeah they're really good for like stealthily masturbating with the person you love right next to you undetectably bingo (laughs) you know because also there's just one item that you're pulling down the underwear lining is built in it's also silk so it doesn't rustle or make noise like a a woven boxer short, for example. Exactly. I can't tell you how many times I went to masturbate in my bed while my girlfriend was asleep. And I was wearing not only my boxers, but my pants on top. And when I went to take the pants off, she was like, what? What are you doing, honey? And I had to put them back on and go back to sleep. Not my bird dogs. I come every time. That's right, dude. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. There's a way to responsibly include the nunchucks in this narrative. <laughs> Birddogs.com promo code. Oops. You get your first pair of pants or anything. I think you'll get nunchucks. <laughs> yes, you'll get nunchucks. Free pair. How fun is that? Yeah, try not to use them during that situation. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, another very good. Else. Enjoy it. Promo code oops, uh, birddogs.com. Get yourself some pants. I'm wearing them right now. I do. I really do love these pants. Love it, dude. They're great. Yeah. Dude, you want to hear something crazy? Yeah, I so, do. All right. So, both my grandparents, uh, my gr- both my grandfathers fought in World War II. Wow. For Italy. Wow. Um, and they were both prisoners of war. POW. Yeah. Um, and, my dad was telling me what my grandfather thought about Mussolini. Mussolini? And it was like pretty funny. Like he goes, funny. Mussolini was talking about the new Roman Empire, but sending them out with like World War I guns. Mm. And he's like, this guy's full of shit, dude. <laughs> full of <laughs> right? shit. Isn't that yeah. crazy? That like, crazy. Grandparents fighting in World War II is crazy, dude. My grandfather fought in the Pacific. No way. Yeah. That's so sick. My mom's dad. That's insane. Uh, was in the Pacific, dude. He that's was crazy. Some, he was a I don't know flag lieutenant. I think that means he carried the flag with the with at the front. Oh, that's cool. But I I don't know exactly if that's what it means. That that doesn't necessarily sound right, to be honest with you. 
Somebody correct Dude, that's me. Funny. One of those stories is going to come out where it's like Francis said his grandfather fought in World War II. Well, I'm just not sure if we <laughs> had guys in World War II who were, you know, walking at the front with the flag like it was the Civil War. The Civil right, War right, had right, guys right. who only had flags right. in their hands, which, yeah. boy, that's a bummer. That's like the coxswain. To be given, I, I'm sorry, I, I know being, I don't mean to be unpatriotic, but if you were a fighting in the Civil War, and they took a musket out of your hands and handed you a flag to walk in the front in a gunfight, yeah. you would not have been thrilled. Or at least a part of you <laughs> is like, oh boy, I dude. just totally demoted my weapon. That is crazy. Well, dude, um, my dad, I forgot to tell you this the last episode, but bro, my dad uh, started like doing pie planning again. Yes. Like my mom made a pie yes. and he was, he was considering how to like make the pie travel prop travel properly <laughs> to make sure that he could have the biggest output. Like he wanted to get as much of that as possible. He was like trying to, he's like, all right, he was telling my mom, he's like, why don't you pretend that you forgot to bring the pie? And my mom was like, <laughs> I was like, are you kidding? And he's like, all right, whatever. Then he like, but he realized that he had taken it too far. He's like, <laughs> He's like, this is crazy. And dude, I brought up two cheesecakes too. This is a pastry shop in Brooklyn that we've been going to since I was like a little kid. I copped some like fire cheesecakes. Like there's plenty of dessert to go around. Like mm-hmm. I think he realized. And my mom also made the cherry pie bigger. So it's good that we were able to get past that. Well, everyone's on on hooks, hooks and ladders or pins and needles. <laughs> I know. Whatever it is. Uh, High stakes pie. Did he get his fair helping of his pie? The pie what? made it far. And dude, is this normal? My my family like eats pie for breakfast. I love eating pie for breakfast. <laughs> How does I it sound I don't do it often because it's not that far off from any of that shit you'd buy at a bakery. Pie is really versatile and sophisticated. A pie, a pie isn't... People can just... It's, it's like you eat a chocolate croissant from a, a bakery, right? That's That's a dessert. That's not breakfast. Dude, totally, a bowl totally, of cinnamon totally. toast crunch so is good, fucking dude. dessert. That's not <laughs> breakfast. Oh my god, dude! It's incredible. It's so good, but it's dessert, right? It's, it's That's dessert. what it is. It's, <laughs> it's yes. fucking dessert. It's dessert. You would sprinkle if they have it as a topping at sixteen handles. It's fucking dessert. <laughs> sixteen <laughs> handles doesn't have so true. eggs <laughs> and spinach. On tap in the pit, yeah, in the pit. Where There's like, no wheat toast flavored froyo, right? Dude, so that's really, true. <laughs> that's really true, dude. It's dessert, dude. Eating, I've discovered eating cereal with oat milk recently. Do you ever do that? It's it's great. It's good. I mean, I don't. I, I've only been drinking oat milk now for like five years. Are you serious? hundred percent five years but do, you, but do you use it for stuff like cereal and stuff? i use it for every make my overnight bar. oats with it i it's the Whoa. what we drink with our coffee dude uh, listen five i know I that's a very like ahead of the curve i i know i sound like a total well I, I could never drink dairy i haven't had dairy since i was i haven't had dairy milk since i was like two years old i was Whoa. very allergic to it really not just like lactose intolerant but like allergic to it wow and this is a crazy thing to learn this late in the game, dude. Yeah, I so like I didn't. Un- I was on soy milk, f- and and I would have to go in to get, you know, these crazy like sh- shots. I think or 
tested for all sorts of other oh, yeah. severe allergies. The they had the, the it looked it was like a brush. Yeah. Like a, a brush that you'd brush a horse with, but it was filled with little needles. Yeah. And they would press it into your arm. And I was a kid. Crazy. I was a little kid. And they had to I had to do that in New York City. That's crazy. And dude. it was fucking nightmare, dude. That sucks. But it turned out it was just dairy. So then um I, I stayed off dairy my whole life, basically. And then I started reintroducing like ice cream because they said that I'd probably grown out of it. But milk still <sighs> Milk's tough, doesn't though. work for me. I don't I don't touch it. Dude, even for me with like my maturing stomach, bro. Like just the way that like I become more sensitive to everything. Yeah. Has that started to happen to you or no? I I definitely have. But for me, it's an energy level thing. Right, right, right. No, totally. I do. I get that. If I eat candy, I need to go lie down. No, totally. I after an hour. Well, any time where I've been in a in a groove where I'm eating healthy for an extended period of time, like the the difference in ability to focus and energy, it's like it's to the point where you're like, why did I ever consider not eating this healthy? Right. It's so superior to not. But then, you know, you just get in your fucking bad habits and like, whatever, dude. Yeah. But yeah, but you gotta I get back you. into it. Gotta get back into it. Does the family you live with, do you guys have family dinners together ever? <sighs> yeah, but not like during, not not unless it's an occasion or like during the summer or then we'll have like family meals. But otherwise, everybody kind of just like fends for themselves on like a given weeknight usually. And that's in the... So so people don't sit down for a big family gathering. Maybe. Not regularly. Yeah. yeah. It's tough when I think when kids are older. But dude, you want to hear something funny? I got an email from uh my like calorie counting app that I haven't used in years. Like you know my fitness pal, I just like have that yeah. app on my phone and I got an email being like uh you know, you should update your password like like make your account more secure. Mm. And I'm like, do I, why do I need to make my calorie account more secure? <laughs> like, who's going to like hack my calorie account, dude? That's how they get, that's how they get in, dude. And be like, oh, some more like 8,000 calories today. Dude, but that's, <laughs> but that, this is exactly it though. Think about it, right? Think about all the crazy hacking stories that have made headlines over the last 10 years. This is going to be a totally, I don't know. It seems this way to me, but. Whenever they trace the hack, it's always back to some really goofy, dumb thing. Like, they don't hack in, you know, uh, Apple's mainframe was hacked and that's how they got your information. Or your bank's mainframe was hacked. Right. My, my bank accounts, credit cards. It's never that for me. Really? Oh. It's always like, you know, or, or in yeah, I guess in my experience, it's usually like, do you remember the I love you virus? No. There was a series of emails that went around that ended with, or, or I think the subject line was, I love you. And then it was an email that was posing as someone that knew the person they were sending it to. And there was a click this link in it. And then they all these people clicked the link and it downloaded malware. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, totally got their information. I don't know exactly. And... It's like, well, people should have known not to click, click it, right? The right. link. It's people still fall for that. Exactly, mind blowing. And so that's why, you know, people are just dumb, <laughs> dude. Fucking crazy. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were 
in a concert right now, and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium, and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Uh, dude, we have another great email. and uh, Hit me. Love a good email. I think you're in, this is odd, but I think you'll find it at least interesting. Great. My cousin, who was about 21, was hit by a car and killed tragically. Oh. I know. Terrible. Um, his oh. family lived in Kentucky. And since his parents were falling apart over the whole thing, my mother packed up me and my siblings and we drove to Kentucky to help them plan the funeral. When we got there, my aunt explained to my mom that per my cousin's wishes, they were going to dig a pit in a field, put his body in the pit, build a fire on it, then burn his body while they had a barbecue around it and told <laughs> stories about him. Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. That's crazy, right? Whoa, bro. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Very good. So, hey, upon hearing this, my mom immediately shut it down and explained that they could, in fact, not do that because not only is it gross to eat food around a burning body, it's illegal <laughs> to just do it in a random field. <laughs> My mom took control and ultimately <laughs> planned the funeral, bought the gravestone and plot, took care of the whole thing. But here's my question for you guys. Is that wrong? Should my mom have let them burn my cousin's body? This is an incredible email. <laughs> an incredible email. After all, that's what he had said multiple times when he was alive, that this is how he wanted his funeral to go. To me, I think my mom did the right thing. But this is still a point of contention between her and my aunt. It's a good email, dude. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. That is a spectacular human uh, conundrum. There's a really good there. like quandary. That's a very, very thought-provoking uh, question, and dude. I appreciate the email. Totally. What are You want to dive in? Sure, dude. Tell me what you think. I, I think? I don't know. I don't know. Like, to some degree, it's like, is it overstepping to be like, you can't do this with your family? But she did bring up some valid, very valid points as to why maybe there's a way that you could adapt. I feel like the move there was to meet in the middle. Adapt that concept in a legal fashion. That's a good point. If it's possible. I, I, mean, think, I think that's a fair point. You, you, that's, you, so you're, what if you said suggesting something like we're going to cremate his body the right way as right. is allowed that by is burning his the body. will maybe and also... You know, also by the state, so that it doesn't create like health hazards or whatever. Right. Uh, we are. We'll do that, and then we'll take his ashes in a an urn, and we will have a barbecue in a field around that. Absolutely. That that might have been a decent way to appease both sides. I don't know. I don't mean. Who knows? Dude, but to, but that's like I don't, I know you don't watch Chef's Table, but there's an episode of Chef's Table where they do this Mayan tradition where they slow cook meat under the ground for like. That's making me hungry. <laughs> well, I know, but anyway, it just reminds me of that, dude. It's like some like dope ceremony. I mean, you're obviously not eating the body afterward, but I'm saying like it's going in the ground. You have a party around it. You have a fire. 
you make s'mores on a separate flame that has nothing to do with his body. Wow. And then you tell stories about him. That sounds wonderful. But I think I do think there's a way to have met in the middle there, maybe. Mm. I guess that's right. So the other thought I had was if the dad really had wanted it so badly. Did, did they say that he died unexpectedly? He got hit by a car or something. Oh, that's very sad. Yeah. So there's no reason for him to have stipulated in his will. I wonder if if you did write something like that in your will, is there a legal way to ensure that that happens? Without a will? No, even with a will. Oh, I think that like somebody ex- executes your estate for you. And make sure that okay. So what what do you, what does that mean? I mean, you know, are, like if, if, you, if could if you, you have a will, go dig dig a pit in a yard somewhere, and if you have a will, and you, pull you die, then the your person like shows up when you're dead and like deals with that for you. No, I know, but even if that's what you wanted, it might be at odds with what's allowed in that state legally. Oh yeah, no, totally. That's interesting. And you think that your estate planner will be like, you can't really do this. Or at least advise you. I'm I'm guessing it would. I don't even know if you could call it a legal will, right? Uh, if you right, had if he just some said blatant it. violation of the law, and it yeah, like right, that, right, right, dude, totally. That's it right. might mean make the whole thing null. That's a good point. He's like, don't tell me about that. Yeah, as your attorney. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Imagine if you stipulated in your will that up when I die, I want to be you know taken to the top of the Empire State Building and. <laughs> Having my body thrown off so that I can, my soul can fly. That's fucked up that you didn't throw Francis's body and, off. The and it's like, here. well, like no, we, uh, we can't put that friend. in your will because if your dead body lands on somebody down below, that's going to cause a problem in New York. <laughs> Dude, I can't do this. This isn't will to put his body in his ex girlfriend's bed. <laughs> we can't do that, dude. <laughs> oh no, he died. Well, who's carrying him? <laughs> a lot of flights of stairs. We well, gotta- dude, I'd be very interested to hear from everybody um, about like any creative memorial ceremonies you've ever been a sure. part of, or cool mm-hmm. funerals, or things that are like. And I would. I think I'd prefer to hear about ones that are like positive and like a good a good take on it yeah like that's an that's always like a thing that makes me feel good mm. it's like oh there's a way that you can like memorialize somebody without it having to just be exclusively bleak mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point that's great <laughs> well, <laughs> well hold on let me just see if i have one more thought but i don't think i do by the way did i finish <laughs> that story about that kid brendan who came over the one that you told at the beginning was that the beginning? Dude, that's so. That's such a funny way to like cap off the high episode. You started a story forty five minutes ago, and you're like, hey, it just came I? back to me. No, tell us though. I don't know why I didn't finish that. <laughs> that's great. Um. Okay. So they're here, and this kid is explaining why you know he was in a relationship <laughs> with this girl. They lived together, and they got a cat, <laughs> and he loved the cat. That's great. And they broke up. And she took the cat. And <laughs> I was like, why? And he was like, well, you know, I didn't want to start out single being the dude with a cat. <laughs> dude, 
Sony said. That is exactly how every woman would describe him on who go, meets that dude on Hinge. Is, he's the his dude, cat's on his shoulder. He's like cat. looking up at it in the corner of his eye. Yeah. And he goes, just not a good look for a newly single guy. Being the cat dude. Dude, even if you call it out, if you're like cat dad, I know. Even if you call it out, it's not, it doesn't get you out of the woods <laughs> oh, on that one. Do people say cat dad? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know, but if they do, they Goodness. should stop. But listen, I love cats, but dude, that paints such a perfect picture of what that is. Yeah. That's we definitely agree here on Oops that it's not good to be the cat guy fresh out of a relationship yeah. on the scene. That's right. But that's so sweet that he's loved that cat, dude. I know. And now my heart breaks for him. But Bless his heart. Yeah uh that's our episode yeah oops the podcast guys that's it uh you know let's do this let's have a big january this is like hopefully the home stretch and uh we we got through this far let's keep pushing and we'll we'll be out of the out of this someday soon hopefully sweet sweet message you like that (laughs) very broad I thought it was nice. Dude. It was. It was. It was. I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> Oops the podcast. We love you. Hit us up at Oops the podcast. Oops the podcast at gmail.com. That's it.